0: Hello. Welcome to Feed Play Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents and carers. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Today, we're revisiting one of our favourite interviews from the archive. I hope you enjoy it. Almost four years ago, a friend and I from school were both pregnant for the first time, so we had a lot to talk about. And I remember one conversation where she said she was more worried about breastfeeding than she was about childbirth, which I thought was completely ridiculous. Of course, I didn't tell her, but all I could think was, really, you think that breastfeeding is going to be harder than actually physically giving birth? Um, Of course, I was proven wrong. Fast forward to my first and then my second experiences of breastfeeding, and I totally understood what she was saying. Breastfeeding, it can be a breeze from the start. It can also, as I found out, be challenging and painful. Everyone I spoke to, from midwives to lactations consultants, kept telling me it shouldn't hurt, but it did, and it was hurting for at least three to four months with each child. Danielle Galagos is a social nutritionist with the Queensland University of Technology, and she's done research into public health messages around breastfeeding. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Well, thank you. There are so many mysterious things that can make breastfeeding painful, such as vasospasm or thrush and then there are times when it just hurts for the first while whether that's the first two weeks six or 12 like me if you're unlucky um why don't the experts the midwives lactation consultants why don't they talk about these things
1: Look, I'm not sure why they um, don't talk about it. I think um, a lot of us, a lot of the time we want to paint um, breastfeeding as this completely natural act that um, will come as, you know, just, just as a breeze, as you said. Um, but the reality is for a lot of women that it does really hurt. Um, and some of that, the women that we spoke to, you know, said Look, breastfeeding sucks in the first six weeks in more than one way. <laughs>
0: That is such a good tagline. Breastfeeding sucks in the first six weeks. I like it. I mean, I think the key thing for me was that um, both times, I think I just felt like an idiot because um, mm-hmm. I, it was. I was told the attachment wasn't right, and so I kept trying to reattach and reattach at two o'clock in the morning, at three o'clock, whenever I was feeding. And I just kept thinking, seriously, how many, how many ways can a baby get on a boob and how many times can I get it wrong? What kind of message, if you keep hearing, oh, well, it shouldn't hurt, it shouldn't hurt, try this, it shouldn't hurt. What kind of impact have you seen that has on women who have mm. new babies?
1: Look, you know, continually saying that it doesn't hurt, that it's, not, it's going to be easy. Um, what that tends to do is make women think that they have failed and and they discontinue. So they go, I obviously cannot do this. It's obviously too painful. Um, nobody told me it was going to be this hard. Nobody told me it was going to hurt. Therefore, um, I, I can't do it. I just can't continue. And that's a real shame. Um, you know, we need to start... Um, painting a realistic picture of breastfeeding look as you said there are some women who um, breastfeeding is a breeze it's easy it it there's no pain baby attaches beautifully um, there's no cracked nipples um, you know it, it all goes you know swimmingly well but for a good proportion of women it doesn't um, and we need to start going you know what it can hurt you know what it can be a bit tr- tricky to get it right um, you might need to persist, you might need to you know, get some uh, more support, um, you might need to supplement with something else potentially, um, but it is going to hurt. And I think if we paint a picture that is realistic, then more women will actually go, oh no, no I, I expected this, I expected this might not be as um, plain sailing as I thought it might be, so that's okay because it's not out of, coming out of the blue.
0: And I think uh, for me, I, I have to admit that my midwives did tell me it could be challenging or hard. Mm. Um, but for me, on a personal level, I felt like, look, if you just said to me, it seems that for whatever reason, breastfeeding hurts you when you're for the first three months. And if you want to keep breastfeeding, that's, that's the time period you'll have to push through. You know, I got through labor, right? And mm. the only way I got through labor was knowing it was going to end. You know? <laughs> and yep. so when you're given this thing that you... Um, I felt very, um, I felt that breastfeeding was really important for me. I really wanted to do it. I knew it was good for my baby. And I just had a bit of a masochistic, I don't know, drive that it was. I was going to get through that. Um, but I admit with the second, I was thinking it was actually harder with my second than my first. And I thought that was completely unfair. Um, <laughs> the only people that actually said to me that, Perhaps it would last for a period of time and then stop with either friends or my sister. Do you think that there should be some kind of messaging that comes from health professionals? I mean, we do learn a lot from our network of friends and family, but we do also listen to our health professionals, don't we?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, yes, we do. We do need health professionals to be realistic about what. Um, you know what's what could potentially be in store instead of painting it just as this you know beautiful um, you know picture of uh, um, domestic bliss if you like um, so we do need those messages to come through loud and clear I mean the you know the gold standard for breastfeeding is you know exclusively breastfeeding for the first six months but any breastfeeding is good breastfeeding so what we want women to do is to do any breastfeeding they possibly can for as long as they possibly can and the longer you do it the you know the more benefit that you're, you and the baby are, are getting so the message is, is we want you to breastfeed let's problem solve let's you know troubleshoot you know talk to me about the pain and I'll acknowledge that and then we'll work
0: through that together over time this message of breast is best has mm-hmm. become quite a strong one I'm assuming that it hasn't always been the message why is it so important why is this message such a strong one now why is it important
1: the message has always been really strong, um, and breast has always uh, bre- breast is always has always been best. It's been diluted, I think, a little bit in countries like Australia and the UK and the US. And you know, Britain's much worse than Australia. Only one percent of babies are exclusive, exclusively breastfed at six months, compared to 15 percent in Australia. Um, and part of that is that we've developed a culture where um, breastfeeding is not considered the norm. You know, we breasts um, breasts are sexualised. Um, we don't necessarily see them as being um, part of the nurturing um, journey for infants, um, and we very rarely see women breastfeeding in public. We have these little rooms that are usually beside the toilet, in the deep dark depths of malls and you know other places where you're expected to go to to be discreet um, to breastfeed so we're not actually creating um breastfeeding as the norm in countries like Australia um so breast has always been best what we have now is research to back it up back that up immunologically physiologically um and cognitively so Babies who are breastfed do have fewer infections, there is strong evidence to support that babies who are breastfed um, have a a better ability um, to problem solve um, when they get a bit older. Um, We know that breastfeeding does reduce the risk of childhood obesity it doesn't necessarily extend into adulthood but it certainly does reduce the risk of childhood obesity it's all about that appetite control um, so we, we we've always known and now we've got the evidence to to really back that up but we don't want to demonize um, women or babies who for whatever reason can't breastfeed so the messaging needs to change to say breastfeeding is best for your baby and do it for as long as you possibly can
0: and I think that's a really um, interesting point because my, my next question to you was going to be um, when that message goes too far and you mm-hmm. have a, a mother that is really struggling to feed her baby for whatever reason and they just feel so overwhelmed with guilt and that they can't breastfeed their baby um, and but they keep on trying and trying when it might be in their best interest for their mental health at least to try formula for a while, Um, can we sometimes go too far with our messaging around breastfeeding?
1: I mean, you know, what's too far for one person is probably not far enough for another person. So, you know, we're all individuals. And so it's difficult to get the messaging right. I think Partly what we're missing as mothers is that trust in ourselves as the experts of our bodies and um, and at this really young age for our infants as well. We need to trust ourselves more that we're doing the best thing we possibly can for our babies. Um, we need to surround ourselves with the support that we need and for many women, who come from you know relatively high incomes um, and have that support that's that's easy to do, but it's those women who don't have that support around them that we really need to figure out how we can support those women to ensure that breastfeeding is an easy option um, and they can do it for as long as they possibly can and some of that's around returning to work some of that's around you know uh, you know other mechanisms
0: where we can provide that support and when we talk about that support I mean what does what have you seen that means practically is that about um, a partner or a mother-in-law or a mother saying oh it's just too hard just take the bottle What, what does it look like practically when we're talking about support um, when we're talking about support,
1: it, it's all of those things. You know, it's dads taking a uh, an active role. Yeah, so sometimes dads come in and say, oh, look, you know, you're breastfeeding. That's, that's women's business. We can't, you know, do anything about it. Um, you know, I, I tell a story. My, I've got three grown children now, but I tell the story of my husband. I used to say to everybody who would listen that my children were all good sleepers. And my husband would look at me and go, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, he would actually, you know, get up, get the baby, bring them back to bed. I would feed them. He would say, other side, I would, you know, do the other side. He would take them, change nappies, do the works, and I would have a lovely sleep. Oh, that sounds um, amazing. It, <laughs> it, well, it was. It was fantastic. And I thought they were great sleepers, but apparently not. <laughs> um, you know, so dads can be really active. And, you know, if mum's sitting down to breastfeed, they can bring over, you know, fluids and a snack and look after toddlers. Mother-in-laws can do the same thing. Mothers, you know, mothers can do the same thing um you know the the your friends and providing that support um even subtle messages like you know great keep it going that's really good that you're breastfeeding um a lot of um our mothers couldn't Or didn't know about breastfeeding and so in the 70s 60s and 70s breastfeeding kind of wasn't the dumb thing so a lot of our mothers kind of go I didn't do it with you Um, you you know and look how you turned out you are okay and we are all okay but sometimes having a supportive mother-in-law a mother who goes you know I couldn't do it but you're doing a fantastic job that goes a long way in building up that confidence
0: and if we can go to back to the the messaging around um, mm. what we say to women when they're going through this, in your research, did you find that if women were told that it would hurt, that they gave up sooner, or did what kind of impact would that have on women?
1: I mean, what we did with MumBub Connect was we actually um, it was a text messaging service, and we sent messages to women to say um, this. You know, these are you know, if you're feeling tired, that's okay. A lot of women feel tired. If you've got sore boobs, that's okay. Try this. It's actually acknowledging that those are issues that many women have, and here are some solutions to try and alleviate that. Um, if women have to go to somebody and say i've failed i haven't i'm obviously not a good mother because i've had to put up my hand and go this is not working for me rather than proactively providing that support and saying you know what a lot of women go through this these are the problems that women have you can get oversupply undersupply sore boobs you can be tired you can you know all all of the above and these are some solutions to try if not make contact You know, with this a support network and get some additional support. So it's about being proactive in those messages and um, acknowledging that a lot of women go through it. And
0: maybe that as well helps to let women understand that it's a work in progress. Exactly right. Exactly, it's a work in progress, and it's a
1: work that um, you know you have ups and downs on too. So some days are going to be fantastic other days maybe not so good um, but that's, that's
0: being a mother all over. That's right and I've, I've got to say um, just to, to finally my own story although it was hideous um, we, <laughs> at the beginning I cried both times I had to stop breastfeeding my children so it was, a, mm. it, was a, it was a great experience in the long run once I pushed through the hard part so Danielle thank you so much for speaking with us today. You're very welcome that was Danielle Gallagus, Social Nutritionist at the Queensland University of Technology. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.